Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our sponsor of the week is Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you need photos or videos, they are the team to get the job done. No, ma- no matter if you have a wedding that you need photos for or a special event, or if you need a wedding videography, or if you have a commercial, they are the team to get the photos and videos for you. Our special guest this week is the current MS Hawaii World International 2020. Marla Henderson is on the show. I'm so excited to have our first Hawaiian title holder on the show. She's currently moving back to the DMV area. So I had an opportunity to interview her and talk about her experiences um, living on the island, being married to a military um, gentleman and um, competing in COVID, competing in pageant during COVID. So please sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy this incredible pageant interview. And welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, it's always great to have someone um, from, I would say from, from another country because Oh, yeah, Hawaii is is a state, but it's totally different culture. It totally has a different vibe. So it's awesome to have kind of an international um, pageant contestant here on the show. So, yeah, thank you. I would absolutely agree with you um, in that Hawaii is definitely a completely other country. Um, it's something that I'm actually kind of using my pageant platform to talk about. Um, because I don't think Hawaii should be a state just because, um, the local Hawaiians, um, the people that have been there since forever, um, definitely are, um, uh, if you look at the history, really Hawaii was illegally annexed and it should oh, have been a state. Oh, yeah, at all. well, we, yes. I mean, I was going to say, um, I didn't know how far you want to get into it, but, um, if you, if you do any history, you know that. Uh, Hawaii was basically seized and taken over for for no reason and and we just basically walked in and took over an entire country so similar uh, yeah, to I w- similar to what Russia did about four years to go to Crimea so um, oh, yeah uh, is basically how I would equate it so absolutely um, and actually <laughs> we're pronouncing uh, Hawaii. Uh, oh yeah, please. Well, how do you it's pronounce it? Po- um, I've been schooled on this several times. Yeah, uh, please. But it's let's... actually pronounced Hawaii. Hawaii. So the double... Well, that even sounds better. Like it, that even sounds right? cooler. Yeah. So it's it's very the... similar to Spanish. It's it's the the W is is with more of a V sound. So it's who Hawaii 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 Hawaii. Oh, I know I'm, a, it, I'm still not getting it. It might just be easier for, for us to stick to the anglicized <laughs> version for now. You're such a you're such a white American, uh, right? <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, that's um, it, it's a very interesting thing to. Um, I I had the opportunity to spend uh, two weeks on on the island of Oahu, and uh, it's very interesting that even to this day that there is a huge amount of um, anger, especially on um, the southern side. Is that correct? Is that the... the uh, 
Is Might that be thinking the, west side. the west side where a lot of natives still uh, currently uh, live? Um, oh, absolutely. So, um, and uh, it's a shame. I, I, I don't endorse the way that um, the United States um, inquired um, the country of Hawaii, and uh, but uh, it it is a cool place to go as an American and as it a benefit that you don't have to have a passport and be able to go to such an incredible place is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I wish there was like a middle ground. Um, it, you, I honestly wouldn't want Hawaii to be in the situation like Puerto Rico where we basically take all their resources and we provide them the rights and, and that as well. Um, Absolutely. So that wouldn't be a good situation either. Um, no. So that said, um, the whole point was to learn more about you and your pageant career. So did you originally grow up in Hawaii or uh, was pageantry always something that you were personally focused on or were you more focused on arts or acting or professional or doing sports as a young child? Um, so that's a great question, and I actually grew up in the DMV area in uh, way, way, way southernmost part of Maryland that you could absolutely ever imagine, good old St. Mary's County. Um, so, um, and then when I bounced around a lot um, as an adult just trying to find my roots, and I ended up going out to Hawaii in 2017 to... Um, I thought to get married to this one guy, turned out I was not working out uh, and ended up getting married to a different guy. Um, and then from there, I had always wanted to do pageants, but I was never really allowed to do them as a child or really didn't actually have the opportunity to do any of the Miss competitions, but I definitely followed along all the pageant blogs and, and that kind of thing. Um, then a good friend of now, mine. During your young, you know, if you weren't allowed to do pageants, were you allowed to, to do sports or play an instrument to really help you grow? Not really. No. Okay. Um, I kind of lived in kind of a more conservative, uh, household okay. and was homeschooled. Um, and that's actually kind of ties back into part of my, uh, pageant story anyway <laughs> oh yeah no i because i eat everyone has their own path and there are things that you can learn from other people so if if being homeschooled was the path that took you on your journey it's very interesting to learn how it, it helped you along your way absolutely so you you moved out to hawaii and then you decided to do a pageant is that correct Yes. Um, so a good friend of mine, uh, she was actually one of my, uh, my mom's, uh, good friends when we were, uh, when we were all kids. Um, and her daughter actually won Miss USA or Mrs. USA in 2017. And my mom's friend is actually Mrs. Maryland International 2020. Yeah. 2020. Um, and so I saw her and her family doing all these pageants. And I don't know if you've had the chance to talk to 
her, um, her name is uh, Miss Jill, and she was also, when she was married, she was, uh, we were all in this kind of like really conservative church group um, that didn't really leave a lot of freedom of expression. We joke that we were basically Amish without being Amish. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so it's good that, it all, but it's also good that you kind of had someone, a group of people to go to as well, so. Oh. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not, yeah, anyway, um, and so watching her, you know, really enjoy pageants and really uh, give back to her community kind of just inspired me to get involved in my own pageant, um, and I actually started out in the Mrs. Hawaii uh, America uh, pageant um but i was having creative differences with the director so i ended up dropping out of that uh my best friend and i were doing it at the same time um and it was just an interesting interesting mess because of covid um but then we ended up getting approached by a brazilian pageant that was moving to the united states and we um competed virtually for um I competed for Hawaii's and my friend competed for Michigan and we ended up getting crowned for those titles. I had to beat out <laughs> eight other women. So it was definitely a That's journey. awesome. So well, how, how break down um, for our listeners that are dealing with COVID right now or may have to deal with some kind of similar um, virtual pageant. Um, how was that experience? Um, what were some pitfalls? Do you have any suggestions on, on how to, to to co co uh, cohabitate that? Like how, how to work that into, um, into a successful win? Um, absolutely. I would credit having really good lighting, <laughs> and um, it's really all about the lighting. Like, I know that sounds cheesy. But having good lighting, it's not even necessarily about your camera quality because you can have, you know, a really great professional camera. But if you don't know how to light yourself in a way that's flattering and really just puts everything up, um, well, the, all your best features. Was the angle important too? Did you did you have it really high up or did you have it more eye level? Um, well, so. So most of most of it was just honestly just interviewing, and for that it was really just more waist up. Um, but uh, like with the evening gown section, definitely I needed to have more of a full length view, just so they could see how I walked and all of that. But other other than that, I, I feel like most most pageants that are going digital are really just doing. Um, they're just asking you to send in pictures of your evening gown as opposed to actually walking in your evening gown. So with that, I would just suggest having a really good photographer. Okay. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate you putting out having a great photographer, being a photographer myself. I, um, I, I would ask that the question being if they are doing a virtual, um, evening gown portion where you actually have to walk do you have any suggestions because uh on a typical pageant 
you would have people surrounding you, giving you words of encouragement. You'd have a crowd cheering. Um, so uh, how do you focus and um, and allow yourself to to get in that mode? Did you did you pump yourself out personally? Um, or, or did you did you do anything to, to get yourself excited? And also, did you did you have some like did you put the camera in, in a room that had like a long hallway where you could walk a little bit so you could act like you had a little bit of a runway? Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I I definitely did the longer view for that. Um, thankfully, my best friend. Uh, is has been absolutely amazing through my whole pageant journey. Um, we've kind of, um, this is really our first experience doing a pageant together. So we were kind of, we kind of just took turns hyping each other up and um, we're both interested in fashion and kind of have an eye for what looks good and what doesn't. So um, we were kind of really just able to be like, all right, well, you need to move this way. And Honestly, we watched a lot of YouTube videos of like the Miss, because uh, we we're both younger. Um, so we watched a lot of the Miss Universe or the Miss World. A lot of the Miss Venezuelas were really my inspiration uh, for my pageant walk. I mean, uh, that's a consistent thing that any of my um, past guests continue to say that they they really draw upon watching past pageants. Do you? Do you credit that as a as a major component to be to being successful at the pageant? Absolutely. Um, you know, really, if something's if something ain't broke, why fix it? No, and I agree. And um, if you find it to be very valuable um, component to training, then might as well take advantage of it. Uh, would you? Would you go without a coach in the future, or, or, or did you have a coach, or or, uh, or would you have a coach in the future? So for my next pageant, I would definitely prefer a coach. Um, this pageant being such a baby pageant, um, it's only been in the U.S. for two years, so they're still kind of uh, gaining traction. I definitely think that it would be – I mean, my goal is to eventually win – Mrs. America in 2022. So I definitely believe that I'll need a coach for that, especially because really it'll only be, by the, by the time I get there, really would only be my third pageant or fourth. Well, yeah. I, nationals or not. Yeah, I agree. Um, having as much stage time as possible is always a good thing. Um, do you... Do you like the idea of doing multiple pageants just to get pageant experience? Or are you primarily focusing on a certain pageant system um, and just going to focus on that competition and not do any other things? And, and, and if you don't do well that year, you'll just come back and then continue focusing on that system. Right now, my goal is to focus on the Mrs. America pageant system. And so I definitely think I'll just keep trying and trying and trying until um, I get a state's t title or I get a, you know, or can actually, you know, go to a state title and then from there go to nationals. Um, 
So thankfully, though, I've made a lot of really good uh, friends in the pageant world that are state title holders. And I've been, you know, paying attention to them and watching what they do and is there, really using it as a guide. Is there something that connects you personally with that system that draws you so much to it? Yes, uh, that was my first pageant system that I ever competed in. And um, uh, I actually got bullied um, a lot in that system uh, with Mrs. Hawaii. Um, and so it's kind of really become a matter of personal pride, you could say, that um, having really, I guess, having a comeback story within that pageant system, uh, I think would definitely mean a lot to me. So I, I'm getting the feeling that you want some redemption then? Uh, redemption makes it sound like I did something wrong. Right. Maybe uh, that's not the right context, but like, I guess. Vindication. Vindication, maybe. I guess. Okay. Well, I'm sorry yes. that, that, um, I mean, there are negative people in this world. Um, oh, and I, I, um, I truly believe pageantry is the one area where, um, it should be a positive place for women. You know, it. It's an opportunity Absolutely. for women to be their own star, and, and men aren't uh, the primary person. And all other competition, men tend to put their foot in the door or, or be um, nosy. And uh, it's a shame that you're having that bad experience with, with women um, in a competition that's supposed to promote women in general. So. Absolutely. But I don't hold any ill will towards the Mrs. America pageant as a whole. I just think it was that uh, specific, um, I don't want to say system because it's delegation. not right Yeah, it was just that particular delegation. Um, his, Hawaii, unfortunately, has a, his, uh, a high history of corruption. And unfortunately, it also trickled down into the, um, the pageant world. Gotcha. Um, is that one of the reasons why you have elected to come back home? Uh, no, that, um, well, sort of, I guess in a way, um, the COVID restrictions were gotcha. just getting really, um, I don't want to say ridiculous because COVID's not, not a laughing matter, right. but sometimes people just they mean well but they just don't really know what they're doing and that would be our governor our wise governor um and so i just kind of concerned about the uh, and there's more and more unrest in um hawaii and i just um really after and, having a, a and like you were saying with, east coast is more where you grew up so it, it just sounds like you you need to come back home uh yes and then um, really just having a conversation with a lot of locals. Um, they're being, rightly so, more and more vocal about, uh, you know, to, to use a kind of accurate but kind of socially justice catchphrase, uh, colonizer. They're really big about colonizers not taking over the land and all of that. And I felt like if I really was going to continue my year as Mrs. Hawaii, I really needed to listen to what 
the people were saying and really just back up and give them the space that they wanted, especially during a global pandemic when resources are already limited. So have you, have you resigned that title or do you still hold that? Okay. I still hold that title. I I was, I I thought I was looking at appropriate. I thought you still had the title. That's why. So you've just elected to give them personal space, but you're, you're still happily to represent them. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's a great state. It's, um, do you feel that, um, there's a boiling point there that that the uh, United States may have to address in the next couple of years, or do you think it's just um, because of COVID? Maybe, is... maybe not in the next couple of years, but definitely by the time I'm old enough to have grandkids, I definitely think we'll be addressing Hawaii's statehood. A lot of my peers, because um, I'm only 26, but a lot of my peers and younger are really. Um, getting back to their traditional Hawaiian roots and really just embracing the Hawaiian culture. Um, and the, it's, it's so it's such a beautiful culture. It's so varied and watching, watching my peers really fight for their heritage and their traditions is something that is absolutely amazing and I'll support in any way I can. Well, you know, um, we, we, you know, I personally, and I don't think America in, um, in any way really wants to snuff out someone else's culture. Um, so I, I, I hope that there's a middle ground that we can come to. It's it's a very um, controversial um, c- topic, um, just like there is on several other things. Um, and I, to be honest, I, I, I don't have the answers to to solve on a uh, on an hour long podcast, but uh, hopefully there is no. some kind of middle ground that we can come to. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that that. Um, I mean, a lot of it really is is just outside influences coming in and not listening to. Um, the Kanaka, which is, you know, Hawaiian born and blood, because there's a difference between, you know, being born on Hawaii and actually having Hawaiian families in, in you. Um, and that's a point of pride for many Hawaiians. Okay, so, um, so I'm not even that versed. So even if you're born in Hawaii, if you don't have original Hawaiian blood in you, you're still not considered Hawaiian based on their culture? Absolutely. Um, it's it's okay. a sensitive point for a lot of people. Interesting. Um, but again, it, it boils back to um, colonization and really just um, there's about, oh, I should know this. <laughs> um, this is, don't quote me on this. I'm sure someone's going to correct me. We'll um, just put a disclaimer out here, right here. Uh, yeah. You know, guys, uh, uh, we're, we're just having a general conversation. If, if anyone makes a mistake, we apologize in, in advance for it. So, Okay, that works. <laughs> um, so, um, so there's, I think there's about 16 individual families that includes like the Royal Hawaiian family and the not Royal Hawaiian family. Okay. Um, and they've all been divided and intermingled and different things, but they're really big on genealogy and something that's really cool is that um, there are certain tattoos that, um, that essentially act like a genealogy tree 
um, that you can get tattooed on your body, which is something amazing. Um, and it really, uh, most of Hawaii's tradition uh, to figure out where your family is from is oral tradition, but it's also in the tattoos. Yeah, I'm very familiar with the tattoos. There's a lot of wrestlers that are um, Polynesian. Polynesian. Um, am I saying that right? Poly yes. Um, and uh, they have the traditional arm sleeve um, tattoo um, across their chest as well as their, their arm. So um, um, personally, I'm very familiar, and I, I understand how significant the tattoos are, so. So I assume that's what you're referring to. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, so you you basically flip flop between two systems, and you've now done this virtual system. Is there anything else um, during this competition that was really um, incredible that you learned um, competing as a virtual for this first time with your friend? Um, not necessarily that particularly ties into the virtual aspect of it, but I found that stereotypically you think of a pageant girl or woman as being someone that's very well connected, has, uh, you know, maybe a trust fund, but I'm finding that a lot of these women and young girls are really not I mean, they may be well-connected just because of how they, um, how long they've been in pageants and the relationships that they've built. But a lot of these girls um, really place emphasis on being thrifty and, con and conservative of um, resources. And so I found a lot, of, um, a lot of people are actually reselling dresses or, or just walk, like my friend and I just walking into a thrift store and finding our state costumes and our winning dresses and appearance dresses. And it's, you know, instead of spending tens of thousands of dollars on a dress that we'll wear once, I paid $9.99 at Savers for. I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. I mean, in the past, would you have looked down on someone to to go thrift shopping, or or do you did you now find now that you've been successful and being able to do that, do you find a new like um, emphasis that you know there's no stigma behind it or not? I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, no, so I actually grew up with hand-me-downs and going thrift shopping for like birthday presents and getting a whole new wardrobe so the concept of thrifting and repurposing wasn't new to me i just wondered if i could actually make it work in the pageant world 
Did you go into it expect that everything would be brand new all the time and that you wouldn't you would hold on to your entire wardrobe? Pretty much. Um, thankfully, it wasn't the case because uh, um, my husband's military and so um, enlisted, and so uh, they didn't make very much. So I had to uh, um, entirely rely on my uh, own for uh, creating fees. And Hawaii didn't particularly uh, have very many sponsors available. Um, so I essentially funded everything myself. I, I commend you for being so hardworking and doing that. I mean, do you think that plays a major role in being a pageant contestant is being able to be versatile and not expecting everything to be given to you? Oh, absolutely. For sure. I, there's definitely a component where you have to, ask for things just because either it's out of your price range or it's just generally expected, um, like with hair or makeup or even photography. Um, there, There's a certain expectation where these things will be sponsored, but then anything extra, really, you have to work for yourself. Well, I uh, just from um, logistics, it probably wouldn't have been um, feasible to carry around your entire wardrobe. So probably just from logistics, it probably is better that you trade in outfits as you go and and, and be able to find stuff um, secondhand and be able to do that than having to carry around um, a massive wardrobe. Uh, and then Absolutely. I assume, I, I assume that you would rather want to wear something different all the time. I, I get the impression as a man that women don't like to wear the same thing over and over. Men tend, I personally, myself, I, I could buy one shirt and have, you know, you wear it once every week and that's fine. But I, I, I get the opinion that women don't like that. Women like to wear things less than, you know, is that correct? Is that, how I mean, you... pretty much. Okay. There's, there's, typically, I've I've noticed that you can wear, you can wear, if you have a winning dress, I think it's almost pageant superstition to wear the same dress that you won your state title in, for nationals. And I think again that goes back to if it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, Does that go so... along with the color too? Do you go with? If you won in white at state, do you do you not go with white at nationals? Oh, I, I, um, well, lately I've noticed that people are, I say lately, but like the past three seasons, I've noticed that a lot of people aren't really wearing white anymore. Oh, I didn't but, mean the the Pacific color white. I meant in general would, um. Would, no, no, no. Every like I've like pretty much if you have a dress that you win you wear it to nationals unless something happens with it or you get a sponsor that says, Hey, will you wear this dress? And it's like 9,000 times better. I mean, that, that makes sense to me. I mean, if, a, if, if a great um, designer wants to, to personally design you a dress, it would be only rude not to take them up in the offer, especially if they're very skilled at what they do. So, 
Exactly. Do you, um, are like being a title holder, do you find it to be very uh, crucial to go out and then build those sponsors for the, the next girl? Or are you still trying to build them from yourself? And if they continue the following year, that's just a, that's just a perk, but you're, are you still trying to facilitate your own year? Okay, so if I if I understood you correctly, I think. Well, you had uh, said that that you had a limited amount of sponsors. So, are are you are you are you trying to currently try to promote, you know, growing the sponsorship um, entirely, or are you still trying? You still need help um, with your own system right now to help you get through nationals. Is what I'm I'm asking. Like uh, I I don't know like like what your thought. <laughs> Like, like, I guess my thought pattern is that if I was competing in a competition that I would, I guess I would ask them if they would want to be a long-term sponsor than just sponsoring me personally. But I don't know what you, how you word things and how you're going about it. I just was interested in, in your, your concept there. Yes. So I'm actually the first title holder for this pageant system for the state of Hawaii. Um, and they have three categories, Mrs., Miss, and MS. Um, but it's, it wasn't because they, they essentially uh, ran the competition in the middle of COVID. So a lot of people didn't particularly um, do the other two titles, I guess. Um, I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? Because yeah, no, um, it, it makes sense. I mean, nothing is normal this year. I mean, like as mm -hmm. myself, as a photographer, it's not normal for me to have no business um, in the month of August. I mean, it's that's usually a, a pretty busy month. So um, this is just not normal. So yeah, absolutely. So I mean, I I could only assume that 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 has to be the 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 reason why you didn't have other sisters but i assume that that will be rectified next year i definitely hope so um and again i've mentioned it before but this pageant is so new in the united states that they don't even have uh individual state directors they have nothing set up they have regional directors but they don't have individual state directors. So I think in the next couple of years, depending on how COVID goes, I definitely think that they want to really build that up. So what, is there anything specifically uh, unique about the system that you're currently in that, that you were drawn to? I know you specifically said that you um, competed with your um, friend that's also in Michigan. So you guys are going to be going to nationals together, but is there anything particular about the system that drew you to it? For one, they most most pageants I've noticed do get filmed in a certain degree or another, but this one, I believe, just from what I've watched, um, I believe they're not directly saying it, but they posted a couple of things where I think it's actually going to be on VH1 as kind of like a three-day reality TV show special. 
so that oh was, my god that's awesome right right um oh, i so, mean that's a huge kudo like where'd that come from that's whoever uh bro- I, whoever brokered that deal that's an awesome deal right um so, so are you second are you, season are you comfortable being a reality star and doing that oh absolutely um i actually have a pretty say long history but i have a pretty decent history of being uh a background extra for various uh, two different tv shows and a couple of movies so i was thrilled to have a more principal role i mean is that the is that the other goal do you like to be in acting do you want to proceed that or is pageantry just just something to do as a fun thing or just like um being a background actor is just something fun to do i'm definitely more of a hobbyist actor i think it would be great to have you know my own reality show or or you know even star in like two seasons of something uh, as a supporting actor i think that would be great i think to all to some extent we all kind of want that um in the pageant world anyway um but then uh for me really pageantry is more of something is more of a way that i can give back to the community and gives me that extra platform because nine times out of ten it those avenues are already built up um and because my husband is military and um i can i plan on being a part of the military community for the rest of my life um, will be moving every three years or so. And so I can, in theory, compete in all 50 states of pageants in any and every system if I wanted to. Well, yeah, that that's a nice opportunity because you'll be able to kind of rotate through the states and be able to um, have the opportunity to go through other systems if you choose to, but as well as you could literally just stay in one system and compete in multiple different states because um, from what I'm aware of in the married pageants, there isn't a restriction on, on going back to nationals as there isn't with the Miz where like with USA or America specifically, you, you only get one shot no matter um, if you move in your eligible years of eligibility. So that would be a pretty cool thing if, um, if you choose to compete for the next 20 years and literally you could go back. I know the, our Maryland director, um, the ret, um, has competed, um, both at nationals and national and, and world, uh, several times. So I know they welcome, uh, contestants back several, several times. So, I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you're doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at MAV. PP.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. Yeah, that's definitely something that I'm looking forward to. I mean, I, 
I would agree with you. It sounds like it's a pretty awesome opportunity. Um, I, I would you um, I guess here I guess there's some kind of unique questions. Would you uh, would you want to have a crown for every state that you uh, hold a title, or would you just use the same crown then? I don't know because I think I think some states do have different crowns. Okay. Even well, even though I, I wouldn't be an expert in that, system. but I, that that that's that would be cool if they had different crowns. Absolutely. I I know that the Hawaiian crown was vastly vastly different than the um uh the Maryland crown. I got a chance to see uh uh Mrs. Maryland America 2019's crown up close and personal. Um, at the pageant that happened a couple, yeah, just a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and looking at my, uh, looking, I had a chance to look at the uh, title holders for Mrs. Hawaii's last year. I got the chance to look at her crown, and it was almost night and day difference. So, is it? Uh, can you give us a kind of an idea? Um, the the Maryland. Um, crown is um, like like a three kind of arches is how Maryland is with three um, three cycles of diamonds um, around the, ba- the base. Um, how what's the Hawaii one look like? So it still has those same three points, but the gemstones themselves are arranged a little bit differently. And um, as far as I could tell. Um, Kayla's was a little bit thicker on the base. Yes. Um, she, and it had, uh, it had, it looked like she had metal prongs, but the Hawaii crown has plastic. Okay. I do know specifically that there are states that, um, have a local, so they'll have local in state. And the local is supposed to be two um, rings of diamond, and the state level is supposed to be three. And Kayla came to me um, early last year and asked me, "Was there supposed?" To, I mean, I said to her, "You have to order it." But traditionally, the state pageant um, uh, crown is a three diamond, so um, that might be. Um, that might be the difference is that they might be using just a different design for their state pageant Hawaii. But that's very cool that that they're having their own their own little um go at, it. especially when it comes to the where the diamonds are located. You know, maybe maybe that is a good thing that they have some customizable cuz why should they all look exactly the same? Exactly. It should be same, same, but different. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, what do you think of um, this new category that they've come up with, this uh, subcategory for MRS with this world? Do you Are you excited for that? Or um, do you think that you'd, you would um, probably want to focus more on the, the original category and the original uh, system? Um. So I actually, I'm kind of laughing to myself that you asked this question. So originally when the, uh, that subcategory was announced, it was supposed to be, uh, Mrs. You know, state 
state name world america i mean i thought that was what it was uh, is so they've changed it already yes okay so it's, Amer it's american and it's funny because okay that's, that, that's my weird. pageant okay. is actually mrs hawaii world america so i think i got oh. some funny i got some funny looks at the pageant because they're like wait a minute that was supposed to be the title and so i just i i was it, it's kind of it, it's funny that they had to change the title specifically because i think of my pageant so well i wonder if they um i wonder if your director or your national director licensed that name and um and the america system just didn't grab it in time and they I, did. I believe yeah i believe that's the case because uh they've been around for the past 15 years in brazil and then the last two years they moved pageant headquarters here to the u.s okay so they've been primarily having a brazilian uh, or not south america um focused system i guess or were they only um, do, were they only doing of. brazil uh so they they definitely from my understanding um again the communication's kind of been a little bit hard with them just because um i i was in hawaii and they were um their pageant headquarters are in, in miami and that's where everything will be held so well, i mean hey without covid that's probably an incredible place i mean I mean, right. if 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 COVID isn't an issue, then that's that's the most incredible place to go for a pageant, regardless I'm, if you're I, regardless if you're married or single, you know. Yeah, I am very very excited about that. They have like a whole yacht set up for us. Oh wow! Everything and it's it's. I actually spent some time in Miami, so to be able to go back as a kind of important person is is going to be very unique and, and different and i'm excited for that it's always nice to be um looked up upon especially i guess going back to somewhere where um you you always felt you wanted more um responsibility or attention so that's awesome you're going to get that opportunity yes thank you um what's your outlook on COVID? are are you extremely concerned about it um uh, how how do how does that uh affect you when it comes to the pageant like um i personally i do not feel comfortable being indoors with a large group of people uh so how how are you coming to grips with that and dealing with that yourself so for me, this this question is kind of complicated, especially because since my husband's military, any exposure puts, I, I mean, not to make him sound more important than he is, but it's kind of a ma matter of national security if he gets COVID. Um, and I mean, really, if any of our troops get COVID, that is a matter of national security because the military is like this giant machine that has all these gears and cogs and if one of them is out of place then you know the whole system is out of place and with covid and and everything people they have to go to work um in the military at least wise or just stuff stops and that's not good so um 
so I've had to be really, really careful not to get it um, and, and pass it along to my husband because then he goes into quarantine, like, a, like even if he's exposed to it and doesn't have it, he still has to go into a mandatory two-week quarantine. So that just, you know, puts everything into a whole ugly mess. So I've been really careful about, you know, who I hang out with. Um, I, I wear my mask nonstop. Pretty much even even if you know I'm visiting a friend and I know that they don't have it I still I I still wear a mask when I'm not um, when I'm not in the comfort and safety of my own home or if I have people over um, which Hawaii wasn't really uh, they actually made a new rule where you can't have more than four other people over um, uh, that aren't or basically you couldn't have more than five people in the house, which was incredibly stupid because most of Hawaii has really big families and, um, and intergenerational households. So you have, you know, both sides of grandma and grandpa and, you know, all the aunts and uncles in these, uh, what are termed monster houses. Um, and so, you know, you've got 20, 20, 30 people living in one house and nowhere else to go. So, so what are you going to do? And they weren't making exceptions for that. Yeah. I, I don't know how to, um, come. That's another, I mean, what do you do with people that do, you know, I, I'm fortunate. I have a family where I do still live at home and, uh, I don't know what we would do if they would have some kind of rule like that. Uh, we don't nearly have a family that large anymore. So, um, but yeah, that that is troubling. Um, th- this disease is very crippling because one person can make everyone sick. It's not something that um, similar to AIDS, where you physically have to come in contact, and there is a way to really just avoid getting it. Um, uh, it I. It's just very alarming. Um, we really barely is. understand. Yeah, we barely understand how to um, not get the flu, and this disease is much more difficult to not get sick than the flu. So I, it's just it's, it's extremely alarming. Um, do oh, you guys so have here, Do you guys have any idea when your pageant is going to be? Like, uh, yes, it's okay. going to be in October, the last week, the last okay. weekend in October. So, I mean, have you gotten any word? Like, are they going to try and, and enforce everyone wear a mask? And like, like, what as are you, what I are you going to do? Like, are you going to um, just, are you just going to wear a mask the entire time, regardless of pretty you're... much. Okay. I have, uh, well, I misplaced one, but I had, I had at one point two Debbie Carroll masks, um, okay. which is a pretty big pageant designer. Um, I actually ended up, you know, between you and me, I ended up thrifting one of her dresses from uh, Miss Miss Ohio, uh, either USA or America. I don't know. Anything you Some send, Miss Ohio. Hey, here's the good best way. Anything you send away will eventually come back to you. So exactly. Um, so, so I had, 
so I have one of her dresses and it doesn't quite fit me like I wanted it to. Um, but I think uh, I'm going to end up getting it tailored into something a little different. That's what I was um, going to say. You can always get it tailored, you know. Don't, yep, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, don't there when when there is time, there's always there there's always a will. If there's a will, there's a way. And especially when there's time. So. Exactly. Uh, uh, do you, is there a specific um, style you're you're thinking you're going to go towards then? Um. So. Ideally, I'm going to horrify like eight people, I know, um, but ideally I'd actually like to turn the dress into two different dresses. Um, I'd like to uh, chop it in half and have, because it's a, it's a very typical Debbie Carroll dress where it's that very unique, uh, almost her signature uh, sequin beading, I guess you could call it. Um, and so if at all possible, I'm going to try to cut in half and have, um, because it's just, it's so much. And this year's style seemed to be leaning more towards simplistic, um, with like a little bit of bedazzle as opposed to like all out gems. Um, so I, I'm going I mean, to that's take probably, that's probably because of just like the environment we're in, you know, everyone's yeah, a little. True subdued so i apologize i interrupted yeah. but oh, i just yeah, no worries uh, i would i figured some contact would probably be good too yeah yes exactly um so my hope is to just take the top half and turn it into um like kind of like an empire waist with maybe like some scuba fabric and like a mermaid with like a long with the mermaid the the tail part of it, I guess, to be uh, just a little bit longer and a little bit of a train. And then with uh, the body of the dress, um, maybe just do like a really plain, um, I mean, thankfully it's white. So I have lots of options there um, to just take the body of the dress and maybe put some slits in it and like do some really cool open sleeves. Um, and because it's, it's a little more of like a sheath bottom. So I have definitely a lot of options to make a, a, a interesting top. Hey, you know, the most important thing, as long as you love it and you think you can get two outfits out, it really doesn't matter what your friends think about it. So and um, it sounds like it's a good concept. Um, I'm very much a visual person, so. I love to see it come together, and I'm sure, I'm sure if you can see it, if you can envision, it, I'm sure that you can make it into a great uh, costume idea. I know that um, our mutual friend uh, Devony um, was struggling with her um, uh, costume idea for nationals, and she put it together basically in two weeks. So. You know, you're definitely way above your, your, you have things um, put together much sooner than Devon did last year. So that's true. Yeah. That's true. And hers came out really good. I don't know if you saw her, her actual costume. So I'm sure that's going to um, come together really well. And it sounds like you have a really good concept there. So, no, thank you. So, um, that said, do you, do you have any, uh, good ideas that you would really recommend to 
um, the audience or the, our listeners when it comes to competing in your first pageant, if you've, you're going to do it as a, a married um, young lady and you've never done a pageant and you're really considering it, um, is there anything that you would um, like have them prepare to do or anything they should know um, going into it? Because it, it sounds like you had to prepare for a virtual pageant. Now you're, you're preparing for a real pageant in, in real life. Is there anything that they should know going into it that you've learned along the way? Definitely do your research. Uh, not all systems are cr- created equal. Some place more of an emphasis on community. Some place more of an emphasis on talents. Um, it's really, it's, I mean, it's it's not like you're trying to, um, oh, I was just saying I can't remember it. But basically, you know, you just really got to try everything on. Um, try all the pageants and really just kind of know yourself and know your personality and, and um, definitely talk to current title holders or people that are currently competing. Um, just to really get a feel. Um, and again, just look at what other queens have have done, and I think you'll be set. I mean, I think those are all really good uh, advice. Um, looking back, do you, you definitely think that this is something that's been helping keep you positive during this year that's been so um, challenging for everyone? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of there pageants offer a lot of structure and we're all feeling kind of really unbalanced with everything just being so uncertain. And I think pageants definitely help give a kind of certainty. Yeah, I agree with you on that. So um, I just want to thank you for coming on the show and really giving us some insight. Um, It's always really interesting to like i started off the show um to learn more about hawaii and um it's sad to hear that there hasn't been really any emphasis to really grow that um trust on either side and hopefully um there can be some mending as well as um some preparing um in the future and i hope that um you can help in that and it, and it sounds like you you're a great representative of the great state of Hawaii. So hopefully they will um, accept you as much as you, you try to accept them. So. Well, thank you. That means a lot. Well, um, we will definitely be here, here at the total folks podcast. We will be definitely rerouting for you and we're really excited for you. And we will really pray that, you know, you're, you're safe and, and uh, everything goes well. Um, We're, Myself and uh, all of our listeners, I'm sure, are very concerned for all of our our guests um, competing in, in actual pageants this year with COVID. So I, I honestly don't want anyone to get sick or, or put themselves at jeopardy. So um, we will be praying for you, and I hope everything goes well at Nationals. All right. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here and really enjoyed our conversation. I as well. Marla, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for giving me uh, a nice refresher course as well as a nice update and um, really good 
uh, bare bones fact on um, how Hawaiians are currently dealing with um, uh, America's um, issue with uh, statehood and um, also how they're dealing with COVID. It sounds like there's a lot of uh, things that need to be worked out, and uh, hopefully that will be worked out in time. Um, It sounds like you're on a great path, and uh, it's always excited to me to hear people that are really trying to do something, go outside the comfort zone, and you're at the beginning of your journey, and it sounds like you are really excited for the rest of your uh, pageant career, and I would love to do a follow-up with you and see how multiple title holder reigns go and see how everything works out. I hope that um, you get a national title one day, and I hopefully all of that will come to pass. As always, I want to thank my listeners. I am praying for you guys always. Please make sure you're wearing your mask and washing your hands. And, um, and you know, I thank you guys all for subscribing the show listening please don't forget we have our movie review show with my co-host Ivan carlos where we talk about movies and we just have a good old time um please leave comments if you have specific movies you want us to review and as always make sure you like subscribe comment and as always stay tuned